Well, here we are again, back with a brand spanking new episode of The Lord of the Storm. Thanks for dropping by. I am Dan Parr, and we are working our way through the New Testament chapter by chapter. Hey, special shout out to all of our friends listening in Northern Oregon, the southern part of Kansas, in the Dallas area, Middle Tennessee, outside of D.C., and to those in Brussels and Moscow. And that should cover all seven of our listeners, I think. Oh, and let's not forget our uh, awesome BitChute community who tunes in every day. Glad you're here. Today, we are at the halfway point in the book of Acts, in Acts 14. You can turn there now. I'll be reading from my easy-to-understand and read, or E-U-R, Bible, available exclusively at Amazon.com. Let's ask for God's blessing on this reading. Father, as we open your word, it's you we want to have an encounter with. Speak to us, we pray, in Jesus' name. Acts 14. In Iconium, they entered the synagogue of the Jews and spoke, leading to a great number of both Jews and Greeks putting their faith in Jesus. But the disbelieving Jews stirred up and turned the Gentiles against them. So they stayed there a long time, speaking boldly in the Lord, testifying to the word of His grace, performing signs and wonders. But the people of the city were divided. Part were with the Jews and part with the apostles. When some of both the Gentiles and the Jews, with their rulers, made plans to violently beat and stone them, the apostles became aware of it and fled to the cities of Lyconia, Lystra, Derbe, and the surrounding region. There they preached the good news. At Lystra there was a man crippled from birth who had never walked. He was listening to Paul, who fixed his eyes on him and saw he had the faith to be made whole. Paul said with a loud voice, Stand upright on your feet. The man leapt up and walked. When the crowd saw what Paul had done, they lifted up their voice, saying in the language of Lyconia, The gods have come down to us in the likeness of men. They called Barnabas Jupiter and Paul Mercury, because he was the chief speaker. The priest of Jupiter, whose temple was in the front of the city, brought oxen and wreaths to the gates and was about to make a sacrifice along with the people. But when the apostles, Barnabas and Paul, heard of it, they tore their clothes and sprang into the crowd, crying out, Men, why are you doing these things? We are also men just like you, and bring you good news, that you should turn from these useless things to the living God, who made the sky, the earth, the sea, and all that is in them, who in the generations gone by allowed all the nations to walk in their own ways, yet he didn't leave himself without witness, and that he did good and gave you rains from the sky and fruitful seasons, filling our hearts with food and gladness. Even in saying these things, they hardly stopped the crowd from making a sacrifice to them. But some Jews from Antioch and Iconium came there and persuaded the crowd to stone Paul. They dragged him out of the city, thinking he was dead. But as the disciples stood around him, he rose up and entered into the city. On the next day, he went out with Barnabas to Derbe. When they had preached the good news to that city and had made many disciples, they returned to Lystra, Iconium, and Antioch, strengthening the faith of the disciples, encouraging them to continue in the faith, and telling that through many trials we must enter into God's kingdom. When they appointed leaders for them in every church and had prayed with fasting, they commended them to the Lord on whom they had put their faith. They passed through Pisidia and came to Pamphylia. After they had spoken the word in Perga, they went down to Italia. From there, they sailed to Antioch, from where they had been committed to the grace of God for the work they had fulfilled. When they arrived and had gathered the church, they reported all the things that God had done with them and how he had opened a door of faith to the nations. They stayed there with the disciples for a long time. It's not a very long chapter, but some interesting things are recorded in it. 
One of the first things that caught my attention was that after Paul and Barnabas preached to the crowd, a large number of both Jews and Gentiles believed. They were openly evangelizing both groups, and the message took root in many people from both camps. And that's one of the great things about the message of salvation. It's universal. There is no exclusivity to it. The message appeals to all types of people and is available to everyone. You know, at the beginning of today's podcast, I mentioned the listeners we have in Belgium and Russia. Why would they listen? I mean, what would make people from these vastly different parts of the world listen to this middle-aged U.S. man? Jesus, pure and simple. He transcends cultures, ages, backgrounds. In him, we have commonality and unity. And we see that in how many people from different cultures are responding to the message that Paul and Barnabas are preaching. Another thing I saw working in here is the principle of Romans 8.28, which is all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purposes. Those who rejected the message of Jesus did so violently. They made plans to kill Paul and Barnabas, and they find out about it, so they leave and go about 20 miles away to preach in other cities. To them, this could have seemed like a disaster. They had been having great success here and would have liked to continue, but instead, they're forced to flee. But even in their fleeing, God uses it to spread the word even more to other people. Again, as they preach, others come to believe. So what seemed bad turned good. Now, that's not to say that we get to see the bright side of every bad situation, like Paul getting nearly beat to death or stoned just a few verses later, but we can trust God that somehow, even our most painful, awful experiences, he can use for good in our lives. And did you notice that in the preaching they were doing, the crowd was worshiping them, but Paul and Barnabas quickly tried to stop them once they realized what was going on. It can be easy for crowds to worship the messenger instead of who the message is about. So we have to be careful that as we proclaim Christ, we reflect all the glory back to him. Like they said in their message, he is the one who heals. He is the one who gives us everything. We are all just men or humans like them. We are nothing in and of ourselves, but a reflection of who Jesus is. And becoming the same is available to everyone who was listening. Now, shortly after they were worshipped by this crowd, they turned on them and wanted to stone them. It just shows how fleeting man's praise can be and why we can't put any trust or dependency in it. Instead, our bedrock and foundation must be Jesus. He is the only constant we can count on in our lives. And the last thing I'll comment on for this chapter is just the sheer determination and bravery of Paul and Barnabas. They get nearly killed and then go right back to the place where it happened to help the believers there. In the natural, I don't think there's any way I or they could do that, but only through Jesus. He tells us in 2 Peter 1.7, we are not given a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and strong mind. And you would certainly need all of that to face those who nearly killed you. So that's what I took away after this reading today. And I know the Lord is prompting you with thoughts and ideas after the reading too. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the supernatural ability you give us to present the gospel. Help us to do so frequently, that you would work through us to bring others into the kingdom. Keep us free from fear, sin, and temptation, and may our efforts always bring glory to you. Thank you for the reliability and trustworthiness of your word. May we live by it every day. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. 
as always, thanks again for tuning in. And I pray that you are kept healthy and blessed until we meet again next time. Thanks for listening. God bless.